0: to another week's episode of the Unbreakable Mind podcast and I am your host Mark Lynch and today's episode is one that a lot of you have been asking me to talk about for a long time. It's just something that I haven't really got into because I wanted to make sure that I could do this topic justice because regardless of what path you walk in life, what your goals are, it's something that we are all going to have to learn to deal with. Because one of life's most difficult lessons is simply learning how to let go, learning how to deal with loss, whether that's broken relationships, whether that's parts of our past, parts of ourself, whatever it may be. Learning to let go and learning to deal and cope with loss is one of the most valuable skills you can develop on your path. I think if we honestly reflect on our lives, we can all find ways in which we are no stranger to loss. All of us have experienced loss in some shape or some type or form in our lives. We've all had to deal with loss, whether that's loss of family members, friends, whether it's the loss of relationships, whether it's the loss of opportunity, whatever it may be. Every loss we experience is an a situation where we need to learn to let go in some way because common to all of these situations is that there was an experience that existed whether that was your relationship with a family member friend or partner whether that was your opportunity to chase some type of experience or a career opportunity for example whatever it might have been but now that opportunity or that experience no longer is part of your life and learning how to cope with those losses is a challenge for a lot of people and one of the reasons it is so difficult for people is because it forces us to accept an emptiness where previously there was something that brought us joy or brought us excitement or we were looking forward to we're forced to confront something that may never be the same again. Because sometimes when things are gone, they're just gone and they may never be the same again, no matter what we try to do about it. Sometimes we just can't bring things back. And this is, in a real psychological sense, destroying small parts of us. Because again, going back to whether that was a relationship with a friend, family member, or partner, Or some type of opportunity to experience something in your life that part of you is now gone and we have to work to rebuild it in probably a different way so that is what I'm going to be talking about with you today we're going to be discussing how you can best cope with loss and how we can make it easier for ourselves moving forward because I want to see people thrive even when they are going through loss So let's start by talking about why loss is so hard for each and every one of us. And I truly think it's because each of us wants to, in order to be healthy, functioning individuals, we need to feel good about ourselves. And to feel good about ourselves, sometimes we need to feel that our time and energy is being spent meaningfully. And that meaning kind of fuels our minds. It fuels who we are. It fuels how we feel about ourselves. And when we run out of that meaning, everything seems to stop working. It kind of goes out of whack. And the primary way that we generate meaning is through these types of experiences, whether it's through these relationships, through these friendships, through these career opportunities, whatever it may be. Those things generate meaning for us. All of these areas of our lives have the potential to create that meaning, and therefore, they make us potentially feel good about ourselves if we are engaging in them the correct ways. But they even do more than that because they don't just provide us with meaning, but they also provide us with a certain understanding of ourselves. For example, I consider myself an academic because I have a relationship with education. I consider myself a Canadian because I have a relationship with my country. I consider myself family-oriented because I have a good relationship with my family. All of these different types of relationships, whether it's friends, family, career, again, they provide me with an understanding of myself, who I am, what I value. And when, for example, let's say some of these things are taken from me, say I'm no longer able to be an academic, say I'm no longer able to engage with my family, whatever it may be. I would have some type of identity crisis in that situation because I would have experienced real loss in that situation because I lost part of how I define myself. So think about those areas in your life that really define you. And if you were to lose them, imagine how that would create an identity crisis for you because that is what makes loss so incredibly difficult when... One of these relationships are destroyed. That part of our identity that was associated with that relationship or that opportunity is destroyed along with it. So consequently, the more meaning that relationship had in our life, the more important it was to us, the more significant it was in our identity the more difficult that loss is going to be to cope with. And since, for the majority of us at least, our personal relationships give us the most meaning, these are the ones that tend to hurt the most when we lose them. So when you lose that friendship, when you lose that partner, when you lose that family member, these things are part of how we defined ourselves growing up. So that's why, for example, losing a parent is so incredibly difficult because they've literally been with you for every memory that you've had in some circumstances. And that leaves you with a feeling of emptiness. So imagine you losing a significant relationship in your life and how that might make you feel empty. And try to imagine how it would be such a challenge to overcome that. So there is a healthy response though. The healthy response is simply to slowly but surely and steadily construct new relationships that can begin to not replace the old one, but begin to fill that emptiness and provide you with that sense of meaning that you have lost. We often recur to these kind of periods, I guess you might call it, as starting over, a new me, new year, new me. Those are common things that I see after sometimes when these people lose relationship partners, for example. Because what's happening here is you are quite literally constructing a new identity you are adopting new relationships to provide you with the meaning that is now gone as the old one has been lost that old relationship but there's also an unhealthy response to loss and that is to refuse to admit that that part of your life is gone sometimes you can't bring these things back you can't regain certain opportunities and to cling to the past and desperately try to recover it and relive it in some way or form is going to hurt you down the road. People do this because they've and they've tied too much of their identity and self-respect in that one area of their life. So if you lose that career opportunity, for example, and you don't know who you are anymore without it, you've tied too much of your identity into that one relationship. If you've lost your relationship partner and you don't know who you are anymore without them, you can't go on without them, then you were probably tying up too much identity into that one relationship. Now I'm not saying you can't care about things very deeply and be passionate about them. Absolutely, I want you to be those things. But if you have lost your entire sense of identity when one of these things walks away or is lost, then you need to think about rebalancing your identity in some way because these are things that very well could happen in our lives. Like tragedy does strike and you need to be able to cope and overcome that when it does happen. You shouldn't feel like your life is devoid of all meaning when you've lost one relationship or one opportunity. There should be other things there to support you through those times. So you might be asking yourself right now, how can we get better at accepting loss? How can we cope with this? Well, there is no set way to do it. But there are certain steps that we can take in order to begin providing ourselves with the tools we need to better cope with loss. And sometimes the first thing to try to understand is that our memories are typically of the good parts of things that we've lost. We tend to remember only the good parts. For example, if you've lost a partner, you only think of all the good things you had with them and your memories kind of trick you into thinking everything was perfect back then even though it wasn't or that career was perfect even though it wasn't. Because our minds do have a tendency to only remember the best parts of our past or the absolute worst ones. It kind of works in extremes like that. We delete the more tedious, monotonous kind of boring parts of our memories because they weren't remarkable like for example have you ever kind of bumped into one of your exes down the line and thought holy shit me and this person used to date and even though you were hung up on this person for a long time when you lost the relationship possibly years later now that you can kind of come back in an unbiased perspective you don't really realize what that relationship was offering you at that time and that's because you know what our memories. Don't allow us to remember the relationship as accurately as it was in the past. We don't remember it perfect verbatim. And that false perception and idealizing those past situations or opportunities or relationships is one of the things that actually makes it so hard for us to accept the loss and move past it because we idealize it and The more we do that, the more we're going to want to hold on to it because the more we're going to think it was incredibly, incredibly perfect. When in fact, all that's really happening in this situation is that our mind is simply reaching out for something to remove us from the pain of the present and try to hold on to something that we idealized in the past where we knew there was at least some degree of happiness some degree of meaning associated with it we want to kind of bury away the current reality in favor of accepting or trying to hold on to an idealized past so if you can understand that your memories aren't always accurate sometimes it makes it easier to move on from a loss Another step that we can take to help us cope with loss is something I kind of hinted to earlier, and that is beginning to surround yourself with those meaningful experiences, those meaningful relationships that will help you through times when you lose one of them. So imagine your life is kind of like a stool. The more legs you take away from that stool, the less balanced it's going to become and the more likely it's going to tip over and fail. But the more legs that chair has the better that stool is going to be able to cope with losing one of its legs, right? If its stool's got 10 legs, if you take away one leg, it's not going to be that significantly unbalanced. Whereas if a stool has three legs, and you take one of those legs away, yeah, it's going to tip over as soon as you sit on it. So my advice in these types of situations, when you've got your identity tied up, or your meaning of your for your life tied up in a few areas is to try to spread that out to other relationships, spread it out to other experiences as well. Because when you can spread it out in this way and find meaning in different areas of your life, then you're going to be able to draw on these different areas whenever one of them is experiencing loss or one of them has kind of taken a hit. And these activities these relationships these opportunities and these experiences that bring us meaning will carry us through the emotional turmoil we experience whenever we are having to go through loss cope with loss and rebuild ourselves in that process and you know what it sounds a heck of a lot easier than it is because when you've been destroyed and lost part of your identity in that way the last thing you really want to do is go out with a bunch of friends, for example, and try to rekindle old relationships or build relationships that provide meaning in new ways. Sometimes when you break up with a partner, the last thing you want to do is go right out on another date with someone else. It's not easy. So do your best in these situations to build good good experiences, build good relationships that are are going to provide you with that support you need to overcome and cope with that loss and help you find meaning in other areas of your life as well. Another thing that you can do is to begin investing in the relationship that you have with yourself. So imagine a person who has toxic relationships with other people. They try to get their self-worth in ways such as gaining acceptance from other people. That might be a toxic relationship. And sometimes the reason we develop these toxic relationships with other people and try to gain our self-worth from other people is because we've never really taken the time to develop a positive relationship with ourselves. And... That might be something that takes a few seconds for you to wrap your head around, especially if we don't realize we are engaging in these toxic types of relationships. And there are many ways you can go about building more positive relationships with yourself. Some of it's just eating healthier, living a healthier life, getting out in the sunshine, exploring nature, trying to seek out new opportunities. Maybe pick up that book you've always wanted to read or that one that's been sitting on your nightstand forever. Maybe it's time to engage in that course that develop that skill that you've been wanting to develop. Maybe it's time to take that next step on an opportunity. Maybe you wanted to start a business. Maybe it's time to take that step. Maybe it's time to seek out new friendships, new relationships, whatever it may be take time to also let yourself feel whatever you are feeling without judgment when you're experiencing loss. Allow yourself to go through the process of coping with it. Because if you get angry at yourself or feeling sad or feeling down, then you know what? You're just going to make yourself feel guilty in the long run. You're going to judge yourself more negatively. Accept that you are going to feel what you're going to feel and it's part of the process of working through it. So don't try to suppress those emotions. Allow yourself to feel them freely. Sometimes you need to take that day to do nothing. You don't need to be motivated every single day when you're going through loss. But sometimes it also, on the other end of the spectrum, is just as useful to use that loss as motivation. So for example, if you just broken up with your ex and they did it in a way that you felt was less than ideal, sometimes the best things you can do is simply engage in that self-improvement, find ways to be better, find ways to improve yourself and improve your life. Sometimes that's the best revenge. Don't worry about getting back at them. Just be better yourself and make them, well, see what you could have been. See what the potential you did have or going to a different type of loss. Maybe you lost a family member. Maybe you lost a friend and maybe even a tragic way. Try to imagine what they would have wanted you to do in your life. Think about what they would have wanted for you and then go trying to live those things. Sometimes that can help you cope. If you've lost something incredibly important in your life, commit to building something better for yourself moving forward. Try to gain some type of meaning from the loss, some type of lesson from the loss, and let it live on through that. But don't hold on to the past. Don't get hung up on it because that will hold you back. And just kind of another extra note here is if you lost that intimate relationship and that partner, so going back to that topic, remember it's okay to stay single for a while a lot of people well some people don't want anything to do with people for a while but some people want to jump right in and seeking the attention of a bunch of other people trying to gain their approval so gain attention in that way gain that affection that they lost from their partner through things like as well that attention that time that sex whatever it may be and you know what that can be a bad idea because it distracts you from the more healthy ways to cope with loss that I just listed above and if you're on the wrong side of a breakup like I've been there I know how it feels it is hard even if that relationship was a healthy one even if it was a secure one even if it was what you would deem a really positive relationship you need to take time to emotionally recuperate emotionally work through that before you jump into something incredibly new and kind of throw your heart at the next person and if you jump in too fast sometimes you're going to end up hurting yourself more so sometimes taking that time to be single learning more about yourself and sometimes just taking the time to do the things that you want to do, getting back to those basics, doing those things that you simply wanted to do for the pleasure of it. If you had no other obligations in your life and you could do anything you wanted for your life, what would you be doing in that time? Sometimes taking the time to do those things is all it takes to get you back on track. If you have no idea what you would do if you were free to do whatever you wanted, that might not be a good sign and that should be a signal to you that you're tying up too much meaning in other things, in other relationships. If you don't know what you would do if you were on your own, just just think about that yourself for a while. Just think about it. Try to figure that out. So if I was going to leave you with one final message, one thing that I really want you to walk away from this episode with, it's that I want you to understand that everything in life is eventually lost. That's one of the only guarantees we have in life. There are going to be a series of losses in our lives. We're going to lose family. We're going to lose friends. We're going to lose relationships, jobs, opportunities. We might lose our past beliefs, perspectives, our passions, our hobbies, our skills. And you know what? Eventually, we're going to lose our entire existence. That's just how life works. But also remember that sometimes through those losses, through those hard times in life, you learn how to get through it, you learn how to accept it, and you learn how to grow as a result of it. So in in that sense, sometimes growth requires a degree of loss. And all losses have the potential to incite further growth. The two kind of go hand in hand. People often like to see growth as this purely euphoric joyous positive thing but you know what that's not real growth it's not about being positive all the time growth is about having that mixture of emotions and learning how to cope with them learning how to deal with them moving forward and how to grow through them because with every loss there is also the opportunity for a new experience that's what i want you to remember that's what i want you to walk away with So thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope I was able to give you some value because I think this is an incredibly, incredibly important topic. And that's just going off of how many requests, how many demands I got to speak on this topic. So I hope you can walk away with some valuable advice that you can apply to your own life. And if you did, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. I'd love to come talk to you about it. But that is all that I have for you this week, so I hope you gain something valuable to walk away with, and stay excellent. I will come back at you next week with another value-packed episode. Can't wait to see you then.